Today in the studio, I have Lisa Benson, who is the captain of the Puzzle Pals competitive puzzle group here in Idaho, but they compete in Utah and they're hoping to do a national competition as well. I hope I got that right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for joining us today. Lisa, why don't you tell me how you got started with this comp- competitive puzzling group and where you even heard about a competitive puzzling group to get started with? Okay. Well, I am a novice puzzler. You need to know that up front. I do it at Christmas time. But recently, I stumbled across a YouTube channel about someone who does competitive puzzling. And it piqued my interest. And I thought, why not? I'm a very competitive person. Puzzles are okay. And so I made it a challenge to um, find out more about it and then decide if I wanted to get into it. And then I just found out that they not only have local competitions they have a national competition and they actually have a world competition so the whole world gets together and competes in puzzling so i'm super intrigued so i thought is puzzling cool enough to get three other people to join my group and puzzle with me and it turns out it is (laughs) good (laughs) so for those listening Lisa and I are relatives and I have witnessed these puzzles during Christmas time. I never joined because I don't have the puzzling type of brain, but my dad enjoys it and my aunts and uncles enjoy it. And Lisa's one of my aunts. And I think it's really neat that you've taken a holiday hobby, essentially, and you've turned it into something that's competitive. But some of the people in the Puzzle Pal group are also relatives. Let's talk about the team. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about the team. So, like, I am the captain of the team, of course, because I started the team. Um, Then we have, uh, her name is Kanani Hepworth, and she is a sister-in-law, and she enjoys puzzles and is more competitive than me, which is a good combination. Uh, Then we have uh, my brother, Bryce Hepworth, who enjoys puzzles and enjoys being part of the team and we had to recruit someone outside of the family to make the four because Natalia was not willing to do that so I wasn't uh, invited <laughs> but I wouldn't have been invited so <laughs> yeah there was, there was um, there was a cutting process that I can get into if you want me to um, but the final member of our team her name is Natalie Krauss and she rounds out the four uh, puzzle pals as we call ourselves good And each person on the team has their own role. Yes. You can tell us about that if you'd like. Okay. So in general terms, I am what I call the edger. Um, I always do the edge of the puzzle and then help with other things after that. Kanani, um, we call her the sorter. She's really good at putting things, um, knowing where they go in the puzzle to help sort the puzzles. So she is our go-to sorter. And Natalie is really good at the details and looking and saying, oh, this goes here. So she does our detail work. And Bryce is our big picture guy. So if there's a main um, picture in the puzzle, he starts tackling that right away. And then we fill in as each of our roles have been accomplished. Then we go and help each other out in accomplishing the puzzle. Awesome. So you've placed in one of your competitions... And really, the placing, the, I guess the speed at which you do the puzzles, it depends on the n- amount of pieces. Yes. And 
I think you said you had a 500 piece and a 1000 piece. And you can go into detail about those. Yeah. yeah. Let me explain to you how a puzzle competition works because maybe people never heard of a puzzle competition like me. And what is that? So a puzzle competition is basically how fast can you put together a puzzle? And there's different kind of competitions and there's actually different categories you can enter. So you can enter a solo competition where it's just you against other people. You can do doubles where it's two people, or you can do a team, which I'm part of, which is up to four people competing. And depending on the competition, that you can do 500 piece, um, a thousand piece. There's even some where you do more than that if you're in the group. So we did place in a local puzzle competition in Utah, in Murray, Utah. We got second place. Very proud of ourselves. It was a 500 piece puzzle. We accomplished that in 48 minutes. And but we're just expanding from there. Our next competition is going to be a state competition in Utah, um, which is coming up in just a few days. So we're trying to see how we do with that to see how nationals will go, because that is our ultimate goal is nationals. So depending on the artist as well, and, and you said that there's different types of puzzles that they have you guys prepare with. Do you want to talk about that as well? So depending on the competition also, yes, there are different brands of puzzles. And within them, there's different kind of picture types. Now, when you do a puzzle competition, you do not know what kind of puzzle you're going to do. They try to keep that a secret so that no one has an advantage. And they usually, they try not to do too complicated ones where like all solid one color or things because it just takes too long. But other than that, it's open. Um, there's different brands per competition. So you kind of want to scope out what brand is that competition using and then practice on that because each brand has kind of variances between the piece type there are, if it's a random cut or a generic cut or standard or whatever. Um, and then you can hone your skill in that particular brand. So, What's been the most complicated brand that you've had to assemble so far? For me, although we haven't done this in a competition, the most complicated brand is like a Springbok brand because uh, they're random cut. So they're just, it's like a three-year-old cut of a puzzle and then you have to put it back together. Um, I do enjoy the brand, but it is complicated to me. Uh, some people enjoy the random cut, but uh, I, I do not. I like more of a standard cut. And most competitions, they kind of, uh, geared towards more of a standard cat puzzle, like a Ravensburger is very popular to compete on. Um, and there's a few other brands. Wow. With the random cut puzzles, is every puzzle different, even if it has the same artwork? Or is it just the cut that it is, it's whatever you get? And each of those, I hope that question is coming across. It is. And I mean, this is turning very fascinating, isn't it? Puzzling the different cuts. I'm puzzled <laughs> with some of my questions. I'm just trying to understand how you do this. So different puzzles, brands, and I have learned this since I've got into puzzling. I have no idea, but I have learned a lot about puzzles since I've decided to become a competitive puzzler. But what brands will do is they'll have a certain cut. And yes, there can be multiple puzzles that have the exact same cut. Because um, it's it's a die that they use over and over, or a template. I don't know what you call it. And so, but that doesn't really, that doesn't help you. I will say, um, it 
it's not like you memorize this kind of piece goes next this kind of piece but puzzles will use the same cut over and over and then they'll shift it up but when you're puzzling that's not anything you're actually taking into consideration that makes sense what's the difference between puzzling and doing a rubik's cube type of puzzle solving something like that versus what you do well, first of all, I cannot do in a Rubik's Cube, and I can put together a puzzle. So there's obviously a huge difference. I mean, I think it's working different parts of your brain. So uh, to me, a puzzling and things like a puzzle are kind of organizing things out of chaos, and that's why I enjoy it. Where uh, I think a Rubik's Cube or some of those other puzzles are, um, well, I don't even know the trick to a Rubik's Cube, so maybe your listeners can comment on even how you do it in a Rubik's Cube because I think there are patterns that you learn to solve it. Yeah, and there's people can that can solve it in 10 seconds. Or right, seconds. yes. They do have a Rubik's Cube competitions of how fast you can solve a Rubik's Cube. I have seen those, but it, it has not piqued my interest, no. But puzzling has. Absolutely. Well, and plus Rubik's Cube is in its own category because I've seen even wooden type of puzzles my dad will get the most random type of puzzling apparatuses for Christmas and he enjoys them mm-hmm. because Hepworths enjoy puzzles, except I guess I don't qualify to be a Hepworth sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> this Not is all. Fun, this is a fun thing. Not all. We have been mocked many times by members of the family in and out of the family for um, our competitive puzzle team. So not everyone is there. Do you feel like puzzling has helped you cognitively in other areas of your life? I hope it has. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't exactly seen it, but I think it is good for your brain and to um, think of a lot, think of different things like spatial things or how things fit together, organizational stuff like that. But there has to be some preventative measures as far as like early onset dementia or something yeah <laughs> so like maybe i won't get dementia because i like puzzles so that's what i'm hoping but you'll have to interview me in 20 years to see if it's helped or not <laughs> you'll still be sharp <laughs> well let's just talk about what this has done for you and like your quality of life personally i mean this is just such a fun thing but it seems like you've really dedicated yourself to this sport if i can call it that yeah i would call it a sport for sure so um, how it's benefited me is just giving, well, something to do that is that you enjoy. So doing this, I enjoy, I've enjoyed puzzles, but um, learning how to compete better and working on it and always having something to work on is always an enjoyable thing to do. So that has been enjoyable. It's also been enjoyable to get together with the puzzle pals and to practice and to laugh about puzzling and competitions and where we rank and make strategies. So it's it's brought the family together and it's um, been a fun hobby to do and to look forward to. And it's always good to have a goal and to strive for it, even if that is a puzzle competition. How have you been able to balance your puzzling competitions with your day job? So, uh, yeah, the balance can be really tricky because sometimes all you want to do is, is puzzle. But um, basically you do your job and then when your job's over, it's puzzle time. How or ma- if you have other responsibilities, you might have to. Absolutely. How many hours a week do you practice? And then what do your practice sessions look like together? 
So personally, I practice probably about five hours a week, I bet. And they entail many things. So as a team, we want to get our PPM higher, which is parts per minute. So I'll practice maybe a smaller puzzle to get that higher. And then I practice larger puzzles because that's what the competition is. Kind of practicing your longevity. How long can you puzzle for? So I usually pick a puzzle like 300 to 1,000 piece and uh, sit down and see how fast I can do it. Sometimes I'm really pushing for time and other times not. But our team motto or one of them, we have many, but one of them is ABP, always be puzzling. So that's both in practice and when you're in a competition, always make sure you're putting pieces in. So how would somebody get started or get their own group started locally? And are there any competitions here in Idaho that people can get involved in? That's a great question. So I would say that my advice first, if you want to start a puzzle team, is be very charismatic about puzzling. Get people excited about it um, and want to join your team. Once they join, they may regret it because sometimes puzzling isn't always fun. (laughs) But if you're charismatic enough, they will stick with it. Um, If you can't find three other people, like-minded people, then you can just do teams or individual also. Absolutely. And why would you regret it? I think it sounds fun. I No, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> just, you know, sometimes. You have to see the bigger picture, like your big picture person. Right. Like, and, like the puzzle. <laughs> like a puzzle, exactly. <laughs> well, is there anything else that you would like to add? Um, I don't know, that you'd like to share with the community and why this is such a unique group. Okay. Um, well, one part of your question that I did not answer that I'm coming back to is, is there any puzzle competitions in Idaho? And that is a great question because as far as I know, there is not any competitive puzzle competitions in Idaho that I know of. I haven't found any. So when the we, we do our puzzle competitions, we've been going to Utah. Uh, as a puzzle team, we've thought about starting our own competition here in Idaho and maybe Rexburg. I think there could be a lot of puzzlers here that would enjoy a competition because they are actually very fun. Um, so that's one thing I'd like to add is try to get some more interest in Idaho to get some puzzle competitions here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one more follow-up question. What's the age range? So for puzzle competitions, the age range is anything actually from being able to puzzle to Older person. Uh, older person. There is no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so From infancy to however old. Yes. It, usually they break up the competitions into, they'll have a juniors competition. And then um, they usually do 15 and older. So as the adult competition, but there are, uh, like the one in Murray, there is no differentiation. You can have um, children on your team. You can just, if you have children on the team, you can have more people on your team they can be part of the competition so it is it could be fun for the whole family your family could start a competitive puzzle team which i would encourage unless you're better than us then i would say just don't worry about it slow down there (laughs) well great well thank you so much for joining us today and i'm excited to see how you do in your competition we're going to look for photos of you on your instagram page tell us what your handle is 
Yes. So uh, we have started an Instagram page so you can follow along for us to nationals and then maybe hopefully worlds next year or it would be the year after, actually. Um, so our handle is puzzle underscore pals underscore for life, the number four. Perfect. That was Lisa Benson with the group Puzzle Pals. And I'm Natalia Hepworth for BYU-Idaho Radio.